friends, welcome back to another episode of Amalgam. We're here recording for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode four, titled The Whole World is Watching. I'm one of your hosts, Vivian, here with, you could hear her already, Miss Jasmine. <laughs> How are you? I am great. I want to start by saying, let's not forget about Tina. Let's start there. <laughs> And maybe if I say it early enough, I'll remember later on in the episode. I think that this, that this episode, well, I think it'll be fine. Because a lot happened and absolutely nothing happened. Because everything that happened was just talking and it was stuff that we expected to happen. Are you crying already? Was that emotional? <laughs> How'd you feel? I felt same. Yeah, I thought that there was so I thought there was so much going on by the end of the episode. But throughout mm-hmm. the episode, I was like, this is kind of going a little slow. First, I thought it was a f- little bit of a filler, but it wasn't because we were getting mm-hmm. information that we needed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. By the end, I was like enraged. I made the mistake of because the, the thing is, is with these Marvel shows, people will stay up until midnight their time. And they'll watch it and immediately hop to the internet with the memes and with with the commentary. I made the mistake of not watching it at midnight and waking up at, at seven the next morning to watch it. And all I saw on the internet and at the Book of Faces and the Grams was people saying, just with, with uh, why was I saying Jack Ryan? What the hell is it? John Walker? Um, the only, <laughs> I don't know. The only thing I saw was F this guy. Obviously not shortening the word but just f this guy and i was like oh god what did what did little johnny boy do now what did he do and then i saw it and i was like johnny boy what did you do right what did you do i actually i didn't watch it until yesterday like 8 p.m my time so i and i have somehow avoided all just comments on the show the only thing i kept seeing everywhere was dancing zemo that's it (laughs) <laughs> all that was on my feed that's all I was I was exposed to and then once I watched the episode I was like why aren't people talking about this and I and then I got a flood of just everyone hates John just Walker. commentary and yeah uh should we just break this down because I I kind of wanted to get into it because there was there again there was a lot that happened and I want to get to to the crying Bucky scene just mm. just all of this it was it was a lot of cuteness yeah. A lot of cuteness, a lot, a lot of violence, but a lot of cuteness in this. So where do we start? Let's dive right into crying Bucky scene, because that's where it's Oh, is that the opening? That's the first thing? Yeah, yeah we have, oh. uh, it opens with our flashback to Wakanda. We see Ao helping Bucky kind of uh, free him of his mind control, mm-hmm. which I wanted. It was a great scene, and I appreciated it so much, and... Honestly, well, I feel like there's a however coming. No, no, the however is that I just wanted it to be longer. I don't know. I wanted more in depth really? of it because I think it was. You know what? I really, I, I hear you. I think the only time, and even in, um, was it Winter Soldier where we saw a little bit of? No, I don't know. In any other film where we kind of break down, you know, Bucky's transformation, we only ever really see the aftermath. Or the beginning. I, I kind of want to know what they did. Because I, I know that it was a lot of like Shiri and her technology that kind of helped him a little bit. But I think I want to go more in depth with the struggle and the mistakes that he had to do to get to this campfire, you know, kumbaya. That's kind of what I'm missing. Yes. I'm only exactly seeing the results. I only, we only saw the exact moment that it happened. I, and of course it's just a flashback in a show that is you know, we have a different plot line to follow, but now uh-huh. I 
want an, a whole episode dedicated to just that process that it took. Yeah, you want a whole ass series. You want you want a Bucky and Wakanda series. Yes, like, sir. let's be very frank. I want a Bucky and AO series. That'd be really cute. Like a buddy cop kind of thing. But I think that's what we have right now, right? We've got, you know, just set out the black person. It's fine. It works. <laughs> no, but yeah, I just wanted, I wanted to see how they got to that moment. But it was really nice to see that moment happen and to see how much pain uh, Bucky was going through. And to even see those flashbacks where there was going between mm-hmm. Winter Soldier and Civil War, where we see him kind of go through those more difficult moments of him hurting yeah. people he loves and also just hurting complete strangers too, but not under his own control. I And I like the idea of Bucky having more companions beyond Steve. Because I think when AO showed up in the last episode, it was, and even in the beginning of this episode, episode, it was very clear that there is more than just a, a business relationship there. They are friends and she truly cares, which is why she gives him the eight hours that he needs to kind of fulfill his job. I don't think that, she would. I'm sure she's breaking some sort of, uh, you know, laws within her police. I don't know how to pronounce their name, so I'm not going to try. But just, uh, it's very clear that there is more there than just a work relationship or, you know, a prisoner captive relationship. Yeah, I mean, no, sure. she must have seen him go through those that fa- those phases of mm-hmm. trying to find his freedom and also battling with whatever. Uh, trauma he had and she was there to kind of experience it not experience it with him but experience the ending process the freeing process mm-hmm. so i'm i'm and sure she's for both of them him, right and i'm sure that it's a, a relief for her as well because i'm sure she was put there to if he gets out of control put him down and so what a relief for her to no longer have to fulfill those orders there's just a lot there's a lot of depth in there that we kind of missed and it's just nice yeah, I kind of, and even with that, she we see her kind of not chop off his arm, but like detach his arm. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And, and, and I want to know, I want to know if that's like an AO only can do that, or if it's just all the. Women. Oh, I guarantee that they taught all of them, all all the little Wakanda soldier girls. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it because that I gotta figure out how to pronounce their their names well. I just because I that whole regime of women is so interesting because they were they were made initially to be like what do you call like the oh the ladies in waiting for t'challa like they were supposed to be his cult to pick for for brides and it slowly morphed into them being like i don't want that and then being like you know what we should do instead let's become warriors and so instead of being his ladies in waiting they became his like powerful militia by his side and i think that that is just incredible these women are just powerful and so i think it just leads more to the idea of if she if Aya wanted if Aya wanted zemo she would just get him so there was clearly more in that dynamic that she is allowing him eight hours like that's crazy yeah i don't know it's just great i love it no i love it too i loved that whole the scene we got and we'll get to it but the scene where we see them. Oh, the badass fighting scene? Yes, beat John Walker's ass. That was beautiful. We should not, do something. Not, not just John Walker's ass. They beat all of their asses. That was they beat all of them. Absolutely. And it was like two two of them? Three of them? Two. And they didn't. Mm. They weren't even super soldiers, in the words of John Walker. They weren't even super soldiers. But before we get ahead of ourselves, so we do have that flashback to Wakanda, and once we 
come back to current events, we have um, Bucky, Sam, and Zemo having a conversation, and Zemo's kind of things the Super Soldier Serum does to people in regards to like supremacy, yeah. fascism. What what did he say? I mean, I I don't know if he said in this episode or in the last episode, but but anyone who takes the serum, it makes the bad or it makes the good become better and the bad become worse. I think was his quote. Yeah, and I just I I resonate with that because it's very clear. It's like some people. What did he say? Some people become Bucky, or some people become captains, and then some become Carlys, and so it's just. It's nice. I like I like that they have it's weird that these three are having this conversation knowing their histories. I, I continue to find it very weird that they're just sipping it's tea. It's weird together. that this conversation about supremacy is coming from Zemo specifically. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Which again which makes it so much harder to not like him. He's such an anti-hero right now, but he's I'm just a weenies he's a means for for progressing the story. And it's like they, they do it even more. When they go to get, I don't know, are we at this part? Can I talk about them getting the information? No, yeah. Like, when when they go to go find information at one of um, Carly's schools, it, it's just him coveting the information. Like, it's even more of the story being like, you're going to keep, we're going to keep Zemo for at least two more episodes. Like, he's important. And there's so many instances when I'm like, why don't you just run? What are what What are you doing? Like, why are you staying and the only thing that i can think of is because he wants to kill bucky right he wants to get rid of all the soldiers oh he does oh i didn't think that i didn't come to that realization if that's the case that he doesn't want to get rid of bucky well i i know that that's part of it his whole mo is that he wants to destroy the super soldier serums he wants to delete the entire project and that means he needs to to get rid of all of the super soldiers. Well, isn't and there one... a moment? There's a moment where he they're having this conversation, and Sam tells Zemo, like, "Well, what about Bucky? Bucky's a super soldier." There is some right on Zemo's I... part where he's like, eh. "Okay, but then he was not like, no, not Bucky." And I think even later on, they they mention, you know, what other super soldier is there besides Cap. And I think they even turned to Sam a little bit and he was like, he, they didn't even talk about Isaiah. Like he was like, mm, nope, just Cap, you're right. <laughs> no other ones. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, I, I get that they're keeping it close to the vest, but other than killing Bucky, why doesn't this free man just run away? Why? Is, why? Well, just, you got your wish this episode. He did run away. <laughs> But only because the Dora Malahi were were after him. We're coming after him. Yeah, if they if they Dora Malahi, you knew the word this entire time. I have been saying it this whole time. <laughs> I said it like three times. I you, yeah, you've you been you knew so the word the whole time, and you're making me look like an ass. <laughs> I said it earlier. Anyway. The <laughs> no, Dora. that's that's there will be an Instagram conversation about this later. <laughs> I wanted to see how long Jasmine would go before realizing. <laughs> how long has it been? A good 15, 15 minutes. Not bad. I could have gone longer. Don't test me. Okay, anyway. So all of the, you know, what do you call it? Oh, my God. My words are hard today. <clears throat> I think it's because I'm, I'm eating Petrich Farm cookies, and they do something to you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. You're just, mm-hmm. yeah, agreeing. We've all been there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was me last week. I couldn't talk at all last you episode. did so well i don't think anyone noticed 
Good. See, no one's going to notice yeah. yours either. Oh, God. I hope so. Don't, if you did notice, put it in the comments. Just be like, yup. So That's all we need. Jasmine. <laughs> So where are we? So so they're they're getting out. Oh yeah. How did you feel? Because I, I feel like they're really digging in that the Global Act, Repreparation Act. The I feel like they're really <laughs> they're really GRA, GRC. The GR the GRA. I think that they're really digging into the fact that <clears throat> kind of a what they've all been talking about is is everyone blipped five years ago and it became one world. We get that. We understand it everyone came back and they kind of, we immediately went back to our old ways and those who were gone got everything back and those who stayed lost everything they had. So I, I think they were really digging into that. I, I kind of, I'm, I'm specifically talking about when Sam was talking to the gentleman, cause it's kind of a, a really Sam heavy therapeutic episode of him trying to console and talk to everyone. So how did you feel about the gentleman, the teacher kind of calling him out on his shit and saying, you know, I know who you are and it doesn't matter. Like the time is kind of up for you to help us. Yeah. I can see where you're talking about when they're looking for Donia information mm -hmm. on Donia and they enter this building. The funeral. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't know. I feel like if I were, if we were characters in this world and we were the characters suffering, I would feel mm -hmm. the exact same way. I wouldn't want to hear it from anyone who has any type of authoritative power who could potentially help but isn't doing anything to do so. In their eyes, Carly is the only one actively trying to bring justice for them. Um, so yeah, I, I would, if I saw someone associated with the government or someone like a police officer or an Avenger who isn't doing anything, at least publicly, or, He's, oh, that's that's the caveat. Publicly. No, yeah, yeah. Like, because they don't, they can say that they are helping, but if people aren't seeing active, like, uh, change, then they're going to assume you're not doing shit. And I think well, that's, that's where that sorry. comes from. No, you're fine. That's that's the thing, though. Sam specifically said, I can make a call right here, right now, and I can help you. And he was like, no, 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 thank you. Thank you, I though. think that's just because now <clears throat> Like, all right, you took too long to bring this offer to me. I'm already siding with Carly. Like, I already have someone who's doing something for me. I I don't know. Maybe it's just a personality thing. If someone is offering me help, especially where kids are involved, I don't care how many times I'm scorned. Show me. You have 30 seconds to show me or I walk out that door, but at least I give you the opportunity to prove yourself. And if you can't, great. What What is the loss? There's no loss in me walking away from you, but there is... <sighs> There's, there's no, yeah, there's no loss of me just walking away. It's, it's, I'm back to normal, but there is a huge gain if I give you an opportunity and you succeed. That is true. Yeah. It just, it just felt very. I think it comes to trust issues because they were like, everything was taken from them from people in power. So now it just, it is a matter of, can I trust you? Are you serious right now? Right. You're but right. You thing... could have given him the opportunity, like, all right, if you're like your big talk, show me that you can do that right now and maybe things will change. But I think I think the difference <clears throat> as I'm just thinking it through my head, I think what Sam was hoping for was information on Carly and the funeral. But despite that man, he could have been like, I don't know. I have no idea. However, you said you were gonna do something, so prove it to me and maybe down the line I could help you out. Right now I have no information for you. But does that mean that you're not going to help me? Like, that's the conversation that I wish would have happened is, you know, I don't have the information. However, you did offer to help me. Do you still want to help me? 
or is this only a means to your end? And like to see what Sam would have done in that situation. Yeah, that would be interesting to see, especially it would give, I feel like that would just put Sam in a different situation authority wise, like to fight, to see him kind of coming. I feel like doing that would put Sam in a situation where we see him having to make the choices and the decisions that he would have had to as a Captain America. Mm-hmm. He's already doing that, but it would be more like active, I think. But even in this episode, they pointed out he's not, he is not Captain America. No one needs the shield pan to Sam. You know, like they keep diving or, or driving home the idea that that a Sam is the cap. They said it so many times and that the world doesn't need a cap. Those are the two things they keep driving home. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm dying. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm, it's a struggle, but you know, well, speaking of <laughs> speaking of flag smash, speaking <laughs> of, of, of this teacher who's siding with Carly and Carly's part of the flag smasher. So speaking of the flag smash, nice. Nice, um, nice, nice. Yes, so there was a scene right before they, they go into that building looking for info on Carly and Donia where we see the Flag Smashers kind of all sitting together and they're watching this media reel about the bombing. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to kind of bring attention to the fact that they've actually also been really like driving in the whole media aspect of this story on how, oh, you got your little inhaler. Shut up, I have <laughs> asthma. <laughs> Can't breathe, gang. Anyway, um, we should put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, no, but they we see how much social media, or not social media, but just the media is involved in this whole scenario because we saw it mm-hmm. with them, um, that whole fight that happened in the last episode when they were in Mad, Mad, Madripool. Madripool, yeah. Yeah, Madripool. <clears throat> I'm, I almost said Magikarp. But that was also put in the media. So now we, there's just the faces that they're using right now. We are seeing the flag smashers, but everything that's putting, being put in the media and they say it in the episode is mm-hmm. kind of bringing more people to the cause. Like it's not drawing mm-hmm. people away. Like you see this building blow up and people are like, I want to, I want a little bit of what they're doing. Let me go. Right. What they're doing. And it's interesting to see how, how that's happening like it's bringing it's drawing people to carly's cause but it's also putting sam and bucky's faces as like these um not villains they're not villains and well they're they're definitely people you want to avoid they're they're the anti you and the anti what you want Mm -hmm. you know they they are the image of of people trying to bring you down and it's odd that it's bucky and sam and not Captain America and not what the hell is his buckshot or whatever Battlestar Battlestar, Battlestar. <laughs> yeah yes ba- oh, oh god why are you so close to me oh it's Vivian commenting on my videos um was that you just now commenting on my videos no what <laughs> <laughs> it looked like your face on the image anyway yeah speaking of on images Bucky and Sam it's weird that Bucky and Sam are the ones that are put forward as the negative issue or the negative image when it really should be and I mean that all changes now thank goodness because after the end of this episode there's only one face of evil yeah for sure and again <clears throat> the episode is called the hor- whole oh my gosh the whole world is watching <laughs> the whole world is watching the whole world is watching and we see how many people take out their phones to film that last scene um 
and again that just goes to show how much the media is also involved in like portraying these events and how it's going to affect who's seen interestingly it. enough that the whole world is watching that slogan <clears throat> sorry that slogan was used i think um for anti vietnam war the anti like it was a bunch of, of protesters who are anti uh the anti-vietnam war and at the un i believe that's where they were campaign or that's where they were posted up this is in the 50s um that the whole world is watching slogan was used because a bunch of police came out and beat these anti-war protesters and so it's just interesting now them using that slogan for John Walker beating this terrorist, basically. So it's just interesting that they kind of flip the views yeah. or or kind of depending on whose side you're on, it's the exact same image mm -hmm. of these people who are anti, you know, the world going back to normal and this quote unquote police beating you down. Like we, we now are like, why are you beating these anti-war, Vietnam War protesters? Yeah. But but it could be just the same for all of Carly. It's just f adding fuel to the fire in Carly's obviously, war. Obviously, the Flag Smashers have <clears throat> something that they feel like they're not receiving from the people mm -hmm. who should be providing those resources. And mm -hmm. that's why they're protesting. This is just really protest for their rights. Um, and they started off that way, but when you're yeah. burning and killing and pillaging. Doing it the right way, like Sam has said, we even see through the episode that Sam agrees with Carly's ideals and the flag oh, yeah. ideals. He just doesn't agree with the way they're going about it. And so it is interesting to see how we have Captain America holding what is technically the flag and on, you know, his mm -hmm. arm, the shield, beating said terrorist. But really, rather than providing him the, what he needs or providing them the resources they need, or trying to help make help them make the change in a way that isn't harming or hurting more people, we see him beating him rather than lending a hand, which is... I mean, granted, his reasons for beating him is because he just lost yeah. his sidekick. Yeah. I get it. I well, get it. I, I mean, I get it. I don't, I don't agree with it. <clears throat> but I can understand how he got from point A to point B. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that whole, I mean, we'll get to that conversation. I do want to know your thoughts on hmm. how far, if you think that was too far. I mean, he murdered. Oh, God, yeah, I can tell you that yeah, now. Too far. No, but if you think that that was, like, the his reaction, his reaction to Lamont dying. I don't know. I think I need a flashback. I, I I need a flashback. Um, are we getting to this side? Because we're basically on the other side of the, the episode now. Is there more? I think we need to let's talk about the funeral scene really quick before we jump into our thoughts on that side. I say funeral, Tina, and then we talk about all that. Yes. Because the, the the specifically in the funeral, I kind of want to talk about not Bucky Sam's role in this. You know, he's yeah. given what ten minutes. They they find Carly at the funeral. Um, and they kind of have, he, they give Sam 10 minutes to talk to her. Cause at this time, the whole gang is together. We're all partying outside the funeral. Sam goes in by himself and he has this really intimate one-on-one -on -one with Carly. It's very sweet. You know, you, you get to see, despite Carly saying, you know, I'm not a child. She looks like a, a child. So they have this uh, adult child kind of conversation, just really talking about the, the meanings of being a supremacist and and a terrorist and kind of doing the right thing. And I'd love to know your take on that conversation. Yeah. 
first i really enjoyed seeing this part of sam i know we know that he used to help um former soldiers formal or uh, what are they called formal yeah, yeah. like suited up soldiers mm-hmm. um so it's nice to see him play this role again like we're not seeing him as falcon we're not seeing him as you know we're seeing him as sam wilson but we're seeing a different side mm-hmm. of him um mm-hmm. I thought that conversation was just really important for us to see more in depth of where Carly is coming from, because now we know, you know, she is motivated by helping people and Mm -hmm. she really just wants the whole world to find peace and work together rather than put anyone lower or higher on a pedestal. She doesn't see herself as she doesn't see herself as a supremacist. But then Sam asks her that question. Well, what about that? that building you bombed i don't think that's how he posed it but he asked well, well he's murdering she's murdering and she, and said, she said i would do it again no hesitations yeah. they're just a means to my end and yeah. he was like ah right. yeah. he's like that's something a supremacist would say and, and she she's kind like of no you made me you tricked me into saying that yeah and that that's where i was kind of like how to her, how is that to her him tricking her into saying that if that's you know how she feels or that's how you feel and it's not wrong to feel that way. It's just, is there a way that you can fulfill that emotional stake without killing people? Like, yeah, you could do it again, but maybe this time don't kill people. Maybe this time have a conversation and get your results that way. Like, it's okay to feel those strong emotions because it's strong emotions that led you to the point of bombing them. But can you can you divert those energies into a positive rather than into a negative? It's just how you, the way that you go about it, it's the actions. And I think that's what Sam was trying to get across. And I think it's great because I think what wasn't said, but what was kind of understood was that Carly will do more good out in the world than she will imprisoned. Mm-hmm. because if she's in prison she's going to become not that she died but she's going to become a martyr and she's going to be a cause for all these people to stand by you've imprisoned our leader you you've imprisoned someone who's only been trying to help us but for carly to be out in the world and kind of changing her tactics and, and going more in a passive way i think that's what sam was trying to get across and why it was so infuriating seeing john walker try to come in and take her mm-hmm. yeah and i also I feel like Carly, this whole scene also just shows that she just needs to be listened to by someone mm-hmm. who can help. Sam obviously has some, he's an Avenger, he works, has worked with the government. He has this power that he can provide resources or at least help people hear what she's trying to say without her having to get her point across by bombing. Right. Um, and that's another thing. I think he was so close to reaching to her before Mr. John Walker. Oh my God. Yeah. I feel like just, well, what, what could have really happened though? You know, I think Carly still would have, uh, I don't know. It would have been nice to say she, that, that Sam would got through to her. It would be great to say that, but how does that really work? You know, uh, she's going to immediately change her ways. Like everything is just done and better. I no, I don't know. I don't know what what that looks like. Her changing her ways. Yeah, I almost want. I'm hoping by the end of the episode, we do see Sam get to. No, I. I technically, I think Sam did get to Carly because she did make that phone call later. Not necessarily in the way we'd like him to, where you know she drops everything and turns to their side. Um, mm-hmm. not even turns to their side because they're technically it's almost like they're on the same side she's just going about things differently 
um, his words stuck with her. You can tell throughout the episode because he she then makes that phone call to Sarah, wants to meet back up with Sam, um, and she knows that they agree. They just need to find a meet like a a common ground on how mm-hmm. to distribute those ideals. Okay. All right. So that's so that's the the. It's not her completely converting to his side. It's them finding a middle ground. I think yeah. I think they were in the process of finding a middle ground, or at least she's got some gears turning now. I think she's gonna now be hesitant to moving forward. Oh God, she killed someone. Of course, she's got Captain America on her ass. Also, by the way, and I'm skipping to the end just a little bit. How how are you gonna just watch this man? murderize your friend and then just like be in the audience just like watching it you need to run you need to go to happen i think she wants captain america to be in the public eye as someone who is no, i mean her she was specifically watching in the crowd just like no that's what i'm saying i think she wanted that Apart- to be seen oh for for him for to him attack to her seen that way that's fine i don't mind that at all all i'm saying is run you should not be next oh, to him right saying. now. You need yeah. to go. That's my thing. I just, that kind of threw me. I feel like, I wish she was like hiding from like the side of a building, like clearly. Uh, he's got the super serum. He can see you. You're a redhead. You are not hidden. You are. Oh, okay. Yeah. Might as well damn near have a cap and sunglasses. You're right. My bad. Hey, Superman just throws on glasses and he's glasses. Like, fine you're, you're right glasses and a polo and you're you're Clark Kent that's fair superhero logic what do you think that's really okay. so Tina Tina time maybe all right Tina Tina what you got what you got for us Tina you are listening to a nerdy bunch production you can listen to our podcasts every day of the week starting with amalgam a Marvel and DC podcast hosted by Jasmine Page and Vivian Horror Whores, hosted by Justine. Co-op Mode, hosted by Ellie and Ivan. Ulu Squadcast, hosted by Cheyenne and Caleb. Torn Talk, a Star Wars podcast hosted by Clarissa and Isabel. Gamers for Life, hosted by Jarrell and Arthur. And finally, the Nerdy Bunch podcast. For more info, visit our website, www.mynerdybunch.com. Tina out. Thank you, Tina. We always appreciate you for keeping us up to date with the latest hits this week in the Nerdy Bunch. In the Nerdy Bunch. I mean, I feel like I've heard some of those before, so maybe we mix it up a little bit. But other than that, pristine, my friend, pristine. I think she does. Where are we now? We are at <laughs> uh, they storm. Well, Zemo gets the capital. Away. Yes, they storm the cat. No, Zemo doesn't get away now. He gets away later. No, he doesn't get away now. We're we're right. right? Yeah, he gets. He that's the very last end because he he does a little stomp stomp motion before he gets knocked out. But we're not there just yet. Right now, we're at um, John and not John. Uh, yes, John. But we're at Sam and Carly having their conversation and. Boy Supreme busts in and is like, Hey, your 10 go. minutes is up. Yes. Yeah. And it's just, come on, man. Like, mm. and of course, then there's the cute little fight of them in the church and then she gets away. But I, I liked 
they, after that, Sam Sam had a moment, and this is when I think this is when the Dora Mahala come in and they like fight. Dora because they had a <laughs> they had a conversation. Or Sam has a conversation and he goes, you know, you're not going to take Zemo. Let's be very clear. You're not going to take him because at this point, he's the only one that's actually contributing. Whereas you just blew an entire operation. I don't work for you. I don't work for the government. We're And I damn sure I'm not listening to you. This is the only thing that matters is who's contributing and who's not. And right now you just aren't. And I thought that was so smart for them to say because it kind of put him in his place. Yeah. And wait... You're that, good. Put who in his place? <laughs> uh, Sam put John Walker in his place. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, and, it was just it was just nice, and it was necessary. I think. No. Yeah. I I agree, and I feel like we're just this whole episode, especially that scene, was just we're seeing the buildup for John Walker. He's just getting more and more. He wants this to be over with. You could tell that it's mm-hmm. kind of just like a. I just want this job to be done now, and I'm gonna do what it takes. And that's like his motto now. I'm going to do what it takes. This is like first mission. This is his first actual mission. And he's like over it already. Yeah. It's just childish. And I, I kind of get what you're saying too. I thought you were going to go in a different direction when you started. But I, he's just being, for lack of a better term, being shit on by everyone. You know, he keeps failing and he keeps messing up. And yet these rogue Avengers, because that's his whole thing, is he's supposed to be promoting himself as a better Avenger or a, just a better hero altogether. And he's failing compared to these two average Joes. Yeah. But I, I get, I get it's it. It's almost like I want to sympathize for John Walker. Like I really, which it's, his character is just more, comp- it gets more and more complex because I want to sympathize mm-hmm. with him. But the attitude and his approach to everything makes it hard to because, yeah, mm-hmm. he's being shit on by everyone and no one's really giving him the chance to do what he thinks, like do things the way he thinks they should be done. But at the same time, just it's the way he's approaching everyone. It's just, it's like, it's unlikable. Mm-hmm. A thousand percent. It's And that's, he did a really good job of being an unlikable character. No, Wyatt. Um, Please stop yeah, Wyatt Russell. Death threats to Wyatt Russell. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. No death that threats to Wyatt Russell? Yes. <laughs> I'd buy it. I'd wear it once. I'd wear it once. We made a bed. I'd wear it, I'd wear it once. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so we have that little moment. But then Carly, because they, again, like you said, Carly and Sam kind of had a moment where they connected, I guess. And so Carly's idea of proving this friendship is to call his sister and be like, I'm going to kill your kids. Unless you you tell Sam that we're meeting. And it's like, I I see what you're doing. Again, let's remember Sam's words of, is this the right choice? Is there a better choice? But it, uh, fine. So she 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 gets it. It's very scary. We'll meet you on the docks. Like, I, I get it. Yeah. <sighs> I don't think there was I, much truth to that, to be honest. I know no. she so far has been kind of a ruthless character when it comes to murder but Mm -hmm. i think she is starting to like i said starting to form this almost attached not attachment but relationship with sam i don't think he would have hurt his family but i do think that was a means of getting him to understand that she's willing to talk but it was just a strange way of showing him strange but but yeah a hundred percent i think it's just i think she even said in the episode i just needed you to know that i was serious and that i wasn't messing around 
I feel like you being Carly, that's enough. You, you, you could have just asked. I would have been there. And I, but I, was, I think, sorry. Sorry, no. Uh, in that conversation that they had during the funeral between Sam and Carly, I think it was when he mentioned the situation his sister is in that we started to see her almost sympathize and form these connections with him because, and I thought that was full circle, not full circle, but the way they brought that back, the whole situation with mm -hmm. his sister, it is very similar to what Carly is fighting for. Um, mm -hmm. 100% it's exactly what Carly's fighting for and I think that's why that's why she kind of resonates because he gets it you know he understands and even he was a part of it too his Avenger because he got blipped as well so it's you know it, it makes sense that Carly would kind of resonate a little bit with him in that the struggle of his sister still being here and now being screwed over by the government so I, I get it I get that symbiotic relationship <sighs> I don't know. I just, I wish, I, I wish that Carly had a little bit more change. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Do I wish she had more change or do I wish the story continues to progress in the way that it does? I don't know. I don't know what I want. I think it this, needs this to episode... progress the same way that it's going in order to see that change or at least for that change to be impactful. Right. But, but even with that, she calls Sam's sister, the meeting is set up and it makes it, she makes it seem like she's there to talk to Sam. Meanwhile, she's got a whole army of people trying to kill Cap. You know, it, ugh, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I have to sneeze. Also, I think Zemo, I also think Zemo is gone at this point. Yes. Because, no, 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 no. I'm so sorry. Actually, yes, yes, yes. So after, at the funeral when Zemo, so Zemo shoots Carly, we kind of brushed over that, but he then destroys all the serum. John is able to steal one. Then they have, Sam and Zemo have a conversation about whether or not they would take the super soldier serum. And Sam says no, uh -huh. no hesitancy, says no. That is when the Dormilaje storm in and they find Zemo. Right. Fight John Walker and then Zemo pulls in. He disappeared. Did we even acknowledge that he was gone? Who, Zemo? Anyone. Because I, I feel like that happened, and then we immediately went to the Carly meeting. Like, did we even acknowledge that Zemo was just there gone? There was a whole circle in the ground in the bathroom, and they were like, oh, he pulled an El Chapo. <laughs> Fine. I guess what I mean to say is, what next? He's just gone, and we're just, oh, that just is? I guess so. I mean, they've got other things on their I think Bucky. You're not wrong. I think Bucky is kind of like, he's he'll he'll be back. He came back, be back time in that other episode. Episode, I think it was two. Mm -hmm. That's I fine. Think it was, it was a means of escaping Ao at the moment, but mm -hmm. I think he's just kind of been hiding for the time being. Until all of this kind of blows over, it's gonna be the that's last fine. He's rich. He, can... he comes out of nowhere and is gonna save the day. Oh my god! I hope not. I hope he doesn't because why? He's not friends. No, with I know. I wouldn't want him to be the one to save the day, but I think he's probably going to have a hand in helping. Ugh. Why? It's just silliness. I. Ugh. Ugh. I don't know. It's just. I, I, I hate plot points just for convenience. I really do. And it's not fair that I do. I just. I do. Anyway, moving rightly on. We are now at the fight, yes? Yeah, so after that's after Zemo escapes and that whole fight scene is when Carly calls Sarah. And mm. then we have Sam and Bucky meet with Carly. They kind of mm. go over those ideals, and that's when they get the call from Sharon. Mm -hmm. Oh, Sharon is still 
She's sus to me. Weird to me. She's she's super sus. She has too much information. She she has too much power. First of all, there is. Can I do a slight segue? No, go ahead. Can I do a slight segue? And you're gonna have to help me out. I, I wish I had. I wish I was better with with character names. That's one of my biggest. Deep- Did you know that Sharon also received death threats? The actress who plays Sharon. Yeah. This the the oh, just. Why? The Marvel fandom is toxic as hell. She, uh, Sharon Carter, is that is that the other? It's like, this is Sharon Carter, but yeah. she's the, the like, daughter or niece. granddaughter? I think, I thought it was niece of Peggy. Is that what you're saying? Peggy, yes, Peggy Carter. Thank you, that's the other one I was thinking of. So the actress who plays Peggy Carter mm-hmm. initially was like, oh yeah, like I totally love Sharon Carter. She's great. Like I really think that this is going to be great. And then when um, Emily Van Camp was cast as Sharon Carter, her mood just like, and I don't know if it was Emily herself or if it was just the character or like her thinking that Sharon was going to get more screen time or what, but it immediately switched her attitude. And anytime in interviews or just like in in whatever when she was asked do you think sharon deserves more screen time blatantly just like nope absolutely not none whatsoever and even when as far as to switch her mindset and be like i think it you she used to be like oh cute like great cap and sharon like that's adorable before she emily was cast afterwards her mood kind of switched and it was just like it's incestual it's not okay like just really really anti Sharon to the point to where they kind of made Sharon's role like so minimal and just bad. And that's when all of the Peggy stands and like the cat Peggy people were were going to Emily and again sending death threats like you don't deserve to be here like you etc cetera, etc cetera. like death to Sharon death to Emily like but do all we that know why the actress who plays Peggy uh, felt that way? I I don't know if people know specifically why she was so abhorrent on it. But it's my belief, opinion, 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 that she was worried there was a chance her role would get smaller, um, you know. And and it, it, I don't yeah, think that Cap, sh- right? But I don't think that Cap should have ended up with Peggy. That's just yeah. my humble opinion. I I think that it's cute. It doesn't make any sense why after one date he would go back in the past. Like it just. It was true. I don't love at first sight, Jasmine. I don't give a flying fart. I if love it's the le- Peggy Steve little love. It does not make any sense. You've had a whole lifetime. Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy to me that you would kill yourself, basically, because now he's an old man. I just think. He wanted to know I don't agree with it. Like this. Now we're on. Now we're on Endgame. Talking. About- <laughs> He wanted a he wanted a normal life. He wanted to experience that with the person he felt was his true love, which was You're going to look me in the eye and tell me that Captain America's ass America <laughs> had a normal life in the past. You think that he could give it up that easily? I guarantee gosh darn tea that he messed up that timeline. The whole 9 yards. And then that's that's part of it too cuz now we're getting into the timeline theories. Are we is the argument that I need Doctor Strange on this one. Is the argument that he went in the past and that was always how it was supposed to be and thus the timeline was never destroyed? Or are we saying that that he went back in the past and was subsequently constantly changing the outcomes of the universe and thus we see him on that chair? 
that's when I, I just, was he supposed to go back in time? Did he mess with things or not? Because the timeline's messed up somewhere. That's where I get confused as well. And I would like us to find someone to just explain this to us. Or, you know, is it a new timeline? No, and I just always assume he formed a new, like another, you know. Another branch. Line, another branch. There we go. I was like, another line. I'm trying to draw it <laughs> there. Um, another branch. But then it makes no sense for Sharon, at least to me, for Sharon to be alive if he did go back and ended up marrying right. Peggy. Then she right. Right. All of this is, well, she's the niece. So, like, maybe, maybe oh. she would be. Maybe that's the way that they do it. But even still, it's the butterfly effect. You can't step on a butterfly in the past and assume that the world's going to be the same. That's not how it happens. Unless he was always, uh, unless he was always there, in which case I need a redo of him traveling back in the past and we see like, uh, I mean, no, he, it's actually, uh, it, could, it does make sense with her being Peggy's niece. It could mm. be that that whole little tiny romance they had, and they didn't even have a romance, but in civil, was it Civil War? Mm -hmm. uh, it could just be that that was wiped and is now non-existent. But I, I don't think so because I feel like even in this show, Peggy has made some commentary about. I think they made commentary about her and like her past, and like she's like, we don't talk about that anymore. I'll have to find it again, but I feel like there has been some keynotes to her past with the Avengers. Yeah. Why would she need? Why would she even be involved with the Avengers if Steve wasn't there? It, you know, Steve was her reasoning for being involved with the. Blah, blah, blah. This might be late in the game, but I feel like we're gonna need a whole episode talking about the. End God, of I series. want to. Let's 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 do a whole ass episode of continuity errors in Marvel. Questions and continuity errors. That's the title of the episode. In Marvel or in the MCU? Because we can bring the X-Men into this. That'll be MCU. Let's not. That's that's. We'd have to segue that into a whole nother. Because the X-Men itself, there are so many people who have already done that. But just the MCU continuity errors and just questions. Questions and continuity Especially errors. how they tie into the TV shows, which is what we're focusing Ooh, on. Ooh, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got anxiety just thinking about how overwhelming that would be. But like that, that would be fun for us though. Cause then we like doing research. Like why not? It's our favorite thing. All right. Let's get into the, the gritty of the titty. So we're now, <laughs> we're now at the end of the show. Yes. We're all hell is breaking loose. Carly Morgan Thalfall girl sent her people. I'm bad with names. Sent her people to go and kill Cap as you should. As you should. Cap Hashtag you not my cap. Him as cap. <laughs> what should I refer to him as? John Walker. John Walker. Hashtag not my or cap. cap. I, I feel like even just referring, I don't know, Cap Cap just feels so... Steve Rogers? Steve Rogers, yeah. It's like his pet name. Okay, I'll, I'll buy that. Okay, cool. So, um, John Walker is kicking off people but at this point as you mentioned earlier he stole the super soldier serum, took the serum. and I, I think him and black star is that battle star <laughs> no battle star they kind of had a conversation of like if you could take the super soldier serum would you and battle star was like yeah right he was like totes my goats why not sure i think but I think, yeah, that's because the juxtaposes Sam ask, getting asked the same question. He was like, absolutely not. Like, no. Yeah. So I think that's that's the difference. 
Well, Battlestar kind of that conversation they had, he in a way reminds John that he's great as is and who has been mm-hmm. great. Like they won those three medals. Well, actually, that's a whole other conversation where they were talking about how they got to the point. Right. That's what I'm, that's, you asked a question earlier and you were done to receive those medals. And it's kind of like, how gritty have they been fighting? That's my question. I think earlier you were like, do you think the means justify the ends of, of, uh, Battlestar dying and him going to kill his friend? Like, do you think the escalation was worth it? And I said, no, or at least I don't know, because that's what I need. Those flashbacks right then and there, that's what I need to kind of understand is a, the, the relationship that Battlestar and John Walker have and B kind of how he became who he is like why was he chosen above all others and what is this like john yeah and what is this pain in his heart that led him to go and assassinate someone yeah that's kind of what i'm missing and i'm hoping i get that in the next episode yeah and specifically even even on the topic of lamont or battlestar i wanted because he he had a short short life on this show and even then his character served to me he was just starting to serve a purpose but then it his whole purpose almost became like the thing that sends off john walker what is his purpose other than being sidekick that's what it was and it it, i don't know that's a shitty purpose that's the worst purpose in the world i'm i'm currently watching uh for the first time titans and it's it's a show about the sidekicks of superheroes, mm-hmm. and that's their big mo is like, I am not with you to be your sidekick and to be your punching bag and to be your distraction so that you can be the hero. That's not a way to live. I want to be your partner. Mm-hmm. And so it's unfortunate that even you are like that's his. You know, you're with strong conviction. You're like that's his role. His role was sidekick kick. That sucks. Yeah. As a human being and as a soldier, that sucks. And it sucks more with the fact if we juxtapose the image of John Walker and Lamont and then Sam and Bucky. John mm-hmm. constantly refers to Sam and Bucky as partners because that's what he sees himself. That's what he sees his relationship with his partner, which was Battlestar. But at the end of the day, we, I don't know, they never seemed like partners to me. He always just seemed no. in the background of John Walker holding his bags but to john that was that was his partner that's what it was supposed to be like and it's just interesting it is kind of interesting the difference what what you see on the inside versus what we see on the outside and i think that's what this whole show is about you know you think you're doing good but the audience that's watching is like this is despicable yeah it's interesting but it is enough to trigger him to to get Mm -hmm. him to uh, kill someone yeah, because Carly yeeted that guy into a cement brick and just, you know, knocked his lights know, out real quick. I want to know if Carly knew her own strength at that moment because she looked shocked that that happened. I, I, I think it goes back to the conversation you had about Sarah and Carly. I don't think she ever intends to kill the innocent. I don't think in that moment. And, and her MO was not to kill Lamar. I, I think it was only to kill captain america that sends a message you know i I think he was a an unnecessary casualty and the fact that he died yeah it sends a message for sure but it sends the wrong message and so had had he have killed had he uh, or had carly have only killed lamar and then captain america like holds his body and then that's it that's how it ended Carly would have, it would have switched. Carly would have immediately been the bad guy. But because it went to the next stage and the, the script flipped, 
And now I gotta stop saying Captain America because your face just scrunches up when I do. Then when John Walker goes and kills one of the flag smashers, you know, the narrative then switches back to, oh no, he's super bad. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Me? Again, that's just been seeing, We've I've been saying this every episode <laughs> so far. It, it just, there's good in John and then we also see the, the bad parts of John. There's good in Carly. We see the bad parts in Carly. It just all of these characters who it's almost like this whole show is just building up anti-heroes. Like that's oh yeah. That's what it is. Oh yeah. I don't know what the point of this show is though. In so, the grand scheme of you just crunched up really thick. Oh, I don't crazy. know what oh, I don't know what the whole point of this show is in the MCU phase four. Like it just feels like a cute little side story, but how does it matter to WandaVision, to Doctor Strange, to Spider-Man? Like what is the point of this show? Well, it is, it's, I don't know if this is the point, but it is setting up, you know, Captain America was one of the big faces of the Avengers of the MCU. And we, this is Mm -hmm. showing us the world without him and what the next steps are in regards to his character, or at least for the symbols that he represented. So I think this is just kind of uh, like filler into almost like filler, but it's important filler. Yeah, it is. But I also have enjoyed seeing back the backstory, like seeing more Sam, seeing more Bucky. Even you're not wrong. Seeing more Zemo, that that I think they put like an hour of him dancing on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I I'm with you. But also, I just, sorry, before, because I had this thought and then I forgot. There's this whole, um, there's a whole movie, or not movie, but just stories in general trope of what defines a monster, who is considered mm-hmm. a monster. I remember learning about this in my, uh, I had like a monster studies class or something in high school. Sure. This feels really like Oedipus, like way back when kind of conversation. Yeah. Yes. And it's yeah. just what you know, if you take a villain and look at what they believe in, they're not, they don't consider themselves monsters, same as Carly. She doesn't consider herself a, a, I can't say that word. Supremacist. Um, (laughs) And I think this show is really diving into those narratives of, are monsters really monsters or are they just, you know, heroes with flaws, characters with flaws? Exactly. It's, 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 there's a a direct quote and I'm not sure I'm going to get it, but but yeah, it's it's that idea of of as you said, I'm gonna literally reiterate everything you just said. But it is, it's the idea, it's it's holding the mirror up. That's what it is. It's holding the mirror up to an image and really kind of examining it for what it is. Just because you think it's one thing doesn't mean that everyone else is gonna think the same thing. But yeah. I like that. That's what I'm getting from this show so far, at least, is that there's not necessarily two sides to everyone, but everyone has multiple sides to them and it doesn't the bad parts of them don't necessarily define them as villains or monsters there's just there's it's per, it's perception yeah it is it's the world's perception on you and and media there's this really scary game and I'll send it to you it's I think it's called CNN but it, it is a hundred percent it's a five minute game very quick and simple but it's how the media can portray and display an individual and that's kind of what the game is it's yeah. It's little things and how mass media can create mass hysteria. Yes. And that's truly what this show is doing. It's 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 making and both sides of it, you know, Carly's side of it of, of showing 
this is bad and we need to stop this and we turn her into a terrorist when really she's just she's just an activist. She's just an activist with extreme views. I mean, yes, she does turn into supremacist after a while, but her initial goal was we need help, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Sam's side of it is I also need help. Mm-hmm. I, it, that's just it. It's, it's a bunch of people who are trying to get help in difficult ways. I would love, maybe we, maybe this could be a possibility, but I would mm-hmm. love to hear if um, a child's perspective on the shows, a child's perspective on these characters, like asking them, mm-hmm. do you think this is a villain considering what they're fighting for? And just hearing what they have to say. Cause it's like, as an adult, I can say, no, none of these are there. No one's a monster because they have their own reasoning. But then to a child, to a kid but how would you phrase that you know it, it's the, the trigger words of of like because i i could say you know carly morgenthal was she started off as a teacher she really wanted to help people and then something really bad happened to her and everything was taken away and so her idea of trying to help herself and those around her was doing some bad things i can't just say that she went out and killed people because immediately to a child they're like oh that's bad so she went out and did some really bad things and the law wants to take her in versus Captain America, this new Captain America came in and he wanted to do good. And, you know, in doing good, he did a bad thing. Which one's the villain? And just those bare bones things. I feel like a child's going to side with Captain America over a teacher. I just, I don't know. I don't know. It'd be, I think it's a, Again, it's all perspective, but I, that's just a thought I had. I, I, I'm with you on that thought. I would love that thought. Unfortunately, I don't have children lying around. I don't know if you do. I could find some. There's a park nearby, but like, I don't think I have them on hey retainer. Kid. <laughs> hey, kid, come he to my house and do a podcast. You want to talk into a mic? Just pull his emo. He whipped out some candy in that little girl. He whipped out some candy <laughs> and like had the kids just all over it. So how did you feel on the last image of the show? The last image, so I actually won, surprisingly, I did not think I would have this much feeling towards it, but seeing him use the shield, I didn't realize I formed an attachment to the shield. <laughs> you have, you've talked yeah. about it a lot. No, seeing him use it to, to murder someone and just seeing how violent it was, that like hurt, like it hurt to see the shield being used that way. I'm not even that much of a huge Captain America fan. But, but the shield was reason, used like that before Yeah, by was- Cap. Cap did that exact same motion. The difference being is that when he fought Iron Man in the same style of like lifting and slamming, A, he only did it once. It was just a quick shoo, but it was to to debilitate and to halt Iron Man. He hit his little thingy so that the suit itself couldn't work, but Tony was still alive. Yeah. Versus Zemo, who severed a man's head. Yeah. You know, it's it's the same imagery, just different. Did he sever the man's head? That's what I've I've saw a lot of people saying. Like, are we about to see him fully decapitate this man? I'm of I'm of the status of him. I don't I don't know because he's a super soldier, but so is so is John Walker now. I'm of the mindset that yes, he severed a man's head and stood by it. He stood by his actions. Yeah, and like and going back to to Cap. That was the difference. What was the force behind it? Captain America Steve was not intending to murder Tony or to even hurt him that badly. It was kind of just to, to um, what is it called? When some, when you, your opponent, you, 
I can't think of the word. Disengage but, him? Whatever, yeah. Disarm him? Disarm your opponent, sure, we can say that. Versus John, who had malintent, like he was ready to murder this man. Oh, Again, yeah. it was because he just witnessed the murder of his partner, of someone that he- You're a soldier. Yeah, the soldier that he, not that, that he grew up with him, but he went through war with. Um, He's, yeah. that's the, but that, I immediately would strip him of his cap, of his title as Captain America. Because as a soldier, you cannot, from what I know, I'm not, I've never been a soldier before. But from my understanding in media, as a soldier, you can't have emotions. You can't have those reactionary uh, moments, you know, because, because the difference, especially with you as a public figure the world is watching. The whole world is watching. Yeah. And that, I was going to say not to make it, but no, to make it political and bring it back to our real world, that also follows that narrative where we see so many police officers beating, We see police brutality, we mm -hmm. see it in the news every day, um, beating unarmed men, beating men who aren't, uh, like aren't, uh, not that they aren't not aggressive, but aren't fighting back. We're not fighting back. It's the George Floyd of it. I mean, hell, there's a case going on right now where the man is still arguing that it was an accident and the judge is looking you in the eye and saying, no, it's homicide. Let me be very clear. It's homicide. And even the John Walker of, of the, you know, is like, no, I was just doing my job. Like I felt threatened. And, and so I I'm, severed his head. Now I'm exactly. And it's all, and it's because he's wearing those colors and he's wearing, and he has that authority mm -hmm. that it's going to be okay. I'm interested to see the next episode, how they're, I'm sure they're going to try to cover it up. I'm sure they, they justify his actions. Are you yes. kidding me? Are you kidding me? And the second they justify his actions, the entire world will be on Carly's side. She doesn't have to do anything. Sam and she Buster does not. This is Carly's side. Like, Dude, they already are. Old Sam Steve, has already said that he's Steve on your side. Come out of his grave and be on Carly's side. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know that Steve is dead. I don't think do Steve we? is dead. I don't. He's just. He just I will say though him. that final image of the blood on the shield. I thought that was so raw. I thought that was dope. I, I think that that's a, an image from a comic book episode. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like volume one of one of their Captain America. I read it somewhere, but that image. But it was of, of Steve Rogers' cap with blood on his shield. So it's, and I think it was a positive kind of thing. Like maybe he beat up some Nazis or something, but just like a positive image versus this. They this keep doing that. They keep taking moments from the past, you know, even with the Vietnam anti, anti-Vietnam protesters to, to this, they keep taking positive graphic images and switching it to John Walker and just kind of putting a, negative haze over it and, and distorting it which is interesting they're doing a good job no yeah it's doing the job well which again is interesting considering that one of the writers said that they wanted john walker to seem more likable in the tv <laughs> versus which no it is there's so many people that have also sympathized with his character and want to know where he's where he's coming from feel bad i sympathize with wyatt i do not sympathize with john yes Reminder to please separate the actor from the character. Why is not John Walker? Not John Walker, though he looks very similar to him. They're not the same at all. But yeah, that those are so that's what I'm waiting for next episode. We have two episodes left, I believe. Yeah, we're gonna see how they clean up this mess that John Walker just made, but also see where what's gonna happen. One, where Zemo 
<laughs> where is he? I want a where book at? called Where's Zemo? It's like, where's Waldo? <laughs> You're looking for Zemo. Or like, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Where in the world is Zemo? Okay. A plug so in the only video of, uh, of Anthony Mackie singing the Carmen Sandiego theme song. Yes. My only wish for this next two episodes is that we we discontinue the slow burn and we just fucking get into it. For a show that's that's leading the Falcon and the Winter Soldier to super heavy crime fighting men, you, this whole one fight an episode is killing me, especially when these episodes are 46. I just want an episode of just action and fighting and, and like, rah! Like, that's what I want. And I am going to be really annoyed if you make it happen on the last episode. Because yeah. that's like... That's the end. Things are tied up on the end. It has to be this next episode because that's when the shit comes to heal. And the next episode or the final episode is when we kind of tie the loose ends yeah. together. Mm-hmm. There's I, a lot has had to. Oh, my gosh. A lot yes. has to happen in this following episode. At least I'm expecting it to because, yeah, you're right. The last final episode should just tie things together. Um, and then I have a new prediction or I have a new oh, what I want to see I in the agree. last episode. Not what a theory. It? No, I just do you remember our friend Bucky's friend from the first episode? His name is I'm Yeah, gonna... his the, the the little the, the person. Yes, yes. Yes. The, the old man? The dad, the the yeah, the old man. I want now I really want Bucky to come home after this long hard day of work, not day. And tell work. him I killed your son to make amends. We don't have to work. No! <laughs> no! No, I yeah, but no, I can't. I can't. You just Bucky started off free of after this really hard that day. Would, that would then free. I feel like to that would be Bucky freeing himself. If we Yikes, kiddo! I'm I'm with you. I hear you, but also, can he wait a week? Is that okay? You started this off by saying after all of this hardship and turmoil and releasing of his demons and Zemo, I would really appreciate it if he just put just really stuck the dagger in a little deeper if he just kind of finished himself off that would be best for me that's what I as an audience I, can you chill are you okay I don't know considering what we've seen so far I feel like it would be more yeah it's painful for Bucky to think about as we saw in the first episode but at the same time I think it would be a means of him freeing himself I don't need it I don't need it I, I don't need it not in the in the expedited fashion by which you seem to okay, need it. Okay, it doesn't have to be the day that he comes home, like the night of. He, we can get we do like a flash forward three months later, and then he's like, yeah. hey man, can I, now that I've like settled in a little bit, like, I killed your son. Can I get a refill on my ramen? Something? Yeah, no? exactly. But okay, we got we got some expectations. My only expectation is that Cap shows up. Real Cap. Steve? Old man Cap. Yeah, I think Steve shows up. I think Steve shows up. I am curious. I know that Steve gets old. Are we arguing that Bucky doesn't get old because he was frozen for, was he frozen for a little bit? I think, wasn't he just, was he frozen? Yeah. I don't know. He was, sorry, I just, I was thinking. That was That's a fine, weird please. Offer. No, yeah, he was not, I don't. Was well, he like Han Soloed for a little bit, like put on yeah. ice for a minute? He was Han Soloed on and off. They would Han Solo okay. him, and then they they would need him as Winter Soldier. Then they would Han Solo him again, and then they would okay need him. That was my question because I'm like Cap is old, but was Bucky? 
Because I, because my question of the super soldiers is, and I guess Isaiah kind of answered it, is do they get old? Because my idea was, or at least part of it is, if if you're constantly healing as a super soldier, shouldn't you last longer? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't seem like it. And I, I don't really assumed, understand why. I also always assumed that they didn't age. But yeah, you're right with Isaiah. Not, not, not age, but definitely age slower because your body is slower, constantly yeah. healing. It's not, you're not immortal. But I do, I feel like they should be aging a lot slower than what they are. Also, really quick, because I noticed this last episode, can we talk about how we saw the difference the serum made to Steve's body? Mm-hmm. None of the soldiers that have taken it in this episode. Thus far? I know, where's Buff Carly? That's why where's, I was like, why? Wouldn't they be so much bigger just because of how small and tiny Steve was? It made a huge difference. Well, it... It was enough to make Peggy lick his abs. Like, yeah, that was a whole thing, you know? Yeah. I, I just thought that was like a... I was like, huh. when, we, when we find the creators um, at panel, we will ask them that. Because yeah. that is a very good... And if you guys know the answer, please throw it down below. Because I know that, that in the prior episode, um, the scientists brought up, you know, I've perfected the formula. So none of those extra bitties in there. Yeah. That's, I just I, that's the conclusion I came to was just that it's a different form of it's a different brand. Yeah, fine. He just kind of solidified it just makes you better than what you are. Yeah. Fine. I wouldn't mind extra abs. I wouldn't. Why not? You know, can I get that serum, please? Right. Imagine you being the soldier that sees what it did to to Steve and then getting right. the one and it's like, where are my abs? Where, where are mine? But you just stay little Steve. Like, man. <laughs> Hey, it doesn't matter. I don't have the super strength. No, I want to be big and super strength because I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be like a "this is you forever." Now, I still want the if if no, it's no, no, if it. I would what? if we're if we're talking about this now. I we're talking it. about it. If I had the super soldier serum, you know what? Don't give me the abs and the muscles. I want someone to look at me and think I cannot hurt oh them, God. and then just out of nowhere, I'm like, "Hey, you want to arm wrestle?" It'd be a complete surprise. You want to be a liar. I see. You want to manipulate, lie, and swindle no. your way. No. That's what you just said. I want people to know. I want people to be intimidated. I want people to, to, to walk on the other side of the street. Not always, but like sometimes. So know? my question for our listeners is, one, would you take the super soldier serum if it was offered yes. to you? And two, if Not the answer is yes... Would you want the abs and muscles or would you want to remain how you are, as you are, your beautiful self? I would, I would, well, because you added more to it is your beautiful, perfect, amazing self or like that other monstrosity. Mm-hmm. I'd pick the monstrosity. Yeah. I would put that super soldier serum in with my cinnamon toast crunch and nom it. I would nom it for days. That's me. But I feel like we already knew that answer because we've asked questions like this before. Yeah. But those are my those are my predictions, my thoughts on this episode. I like it. I dig it. And I'm excited to hear what you got to say about the next hopefully super climactic and amazing episode. I sure hope so. Yeah. Right. So are we saying goodbye? I think we're saying goodbye, farewell to you, my so friends. So long, my friends. They're both on TikTok now. I, I know. It makes cool. me so happy. <laughs> Fun fact, me and my brother, my name's Vivian and my brother's name is Tony. So oh when we were growing up, we always were you named after them? Nowhere, that was an out of the box reference. No, we weren't named after them, but we always thought the show was named after us because we were little five year olds who just 
thought I'm learning a lot about you. I'm learning and where where you think you are in the status of oh, the world. I was five. <laughs> she was five, and she already knew she was she was better than thou. I have shows named after me. <laughs> I dig it. Don't ever lose that side of you because that's powerful. She would definitely take the serum. Don't lie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Alrighty, Asta Pasta friends. Uh, this is Jasmine and Vivian. And we are almost done with this series. So, or this season, season two. So stick around with us. Uh, we got two more episodes left and we're excited to bring you more opinions, theories, and questions. Alrighty, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Amalgam Podcast. Amalgam is a part of the Nerdy Bunch production. This show is produced by Ivan Gonzalez, Jasmine Page, and Vivian Ferreira. For additional content, please follow us on Instagram at the Amalgam Podcast and on TikTok at Amalgam Podcast. And if you're feeling extra spicy, you can also visit us at www.mynerdybunch.com forward slash amalgam. Hope to see you guys there. Let me pause. Pause, pause. I have to pause this now. Okay. Shh.